Hey guys, this is Nelson with a quick little uh, message. You may have noticed this is episode 151, and technically episode 150 hasn't come out yet. That's because episode 150 will be our live show, which is still forthcoming. Uh, we're still finalizing the details. Uh, we're looking at... Uh, Saturday, October 6th, we're looking at Conroy's. It's not finalized yet, so write that on your calendar in pencil, not pen. And as soon as we have it all settled, we will be posting about it on our Facebook, our Twitter. We'll be talking about it to whoever we see. So, yeah, this is 151. 150 coming soon. Uh, keep an eye out. We love you. Here's the episode. Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast. An amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're here. Double do. We're back. This time, it's sort of better than NPR, but not quite as excited as a shock jock. There you go. You're finding your you're finding your zone. Is it groove? Yeah. You think your basement's really quiet, by the way. Thanks, man. It's kind of like the Prius of basements. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you true. never you can't hear, hear it creeping up. You can't on hear you. it coming or going. Just don't just don't listen to the man inside with the candy. That's all I ask. You got candy? No, man. Not not then a. Who's the man, man inside my Prius? It's a metaphor, man. It's a bad man. Okay. Speaking of uh, our bad man today, uh, <laughs> our bad candy man, <laughs> our, bad, <laughs> our bad candy man in the basement of the Prius of your heart, Mister Nick's facing is back. Yeah, I feel like that's going to get me put on a list. <laughs> probably, I, I, I think you're probably already on a list, but probably. that's going to get you highlighted by somebody. Uh, maybe several somebody's like that Facebook group that was the Facebook group that went on the search for the nun in that one show on Netflix about the nuns that turned into a big nun thing, the dead nun show called Dead Nun on Netflix with a dead nun. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I have no, I have idea. no idea, but now I kind of want to watch it. Oh man, it was. Is it about a dead nun? It's about a dead nun. <laughs> and here's the thing, like. The case was cold. It's a cold case. Cold, cold case. Happened back in like the 60s or 70s or maybe the 80s or 90s. But this is not. <laughs> anywhere within uh, four decades. <laughs> this nun uh, gets, she's eyed under mysterious circumstances like after hanging out with the priest and, and nobody knows who did it. But these Facebook ladies who started a Facebook group, they like follow all, all these old leads and keep trying, even though the police have given up on the case and it's the Catholic Church. So of course they're, they're sweeping it all under the table no matter what happened. And so, you know, it's this, it's this big thing. It's on Netflix and it's Dead Nun. The, it's called Dead Nun. It's not Are called sure Dead it's Nun. Cool. No, it's not called Dead Nun. Say, that's it's, why I'm guessing we haven't heard of it, maybe. No, it's, you, you would know. It was one of those that was really big, like, uh, like about, uh, six, eight months ago. Like, okay. Yeah, it was really big. It was maybe a year ago. Maybe two years ago. Anyway, it was a dead nun show. Yeah, it's about this this nun who dies under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> You're gonna run back through the, the plot now. <laughs> you need again. You need again. I'm trying for that sort of wraparound, like that British comedy style, where you just kind of keep repeating the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Anyway, you should check that out because that's kind of like Nick's facing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Google dead nun. There you go on what? Netflix. What is about Netflix and the fact that like it seems to be primarily either like. Here's a story about a true crime thing, or it's a really terrible movie of any genre, or like something that seems almost exclusively geared to like, like 20 somethings that I'm very confused by. 
<laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. They don't. There's. There, it, it hits some odd demographic pockets because it's also got like your dad's movies. Yeah, you know, it's like mm-hmm. got a section for those, and then there's, like obscure uh, foreign shows about uh, dystopian futures. It's got a bunch of those. It's just it's the Black Mirror is your phone. <laughs> Whoa. Um. But yeah, uh, it's also got a, movie, a show about a dead nun, mm-hmm. which I think is. A I lot, heard that. A lot like, 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 so anyway, the ladies who run this Facebook group, yep. they, 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 they gather. Which Facebook this. group? The, the dead nun Facebook group. Okay. I think it's is it called Dead Nun too? It's called it's called Dead Nun the Facebook group. Uh-huh. Um, that seems redundant. Do you really need to call yeah. it the Facebook group? <laughs> just call it Dead Nun. Well, now, like, there's all these things like where it's just like so and so band, so and so movie, and it's yeah. just like yeah. the group. The group, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the the point is that Nick's probably got himself on a list somewhere now. Yeah, yeah. that's what we were going for. Yep. Uh, so I think we can move on from that. But good review, good review. Yeah, I feel like most of most of the things I watch on Netflix is just like me trying to remember the name of it and just like going off describing it. Like, right. like what's the show about the one with the like the bomb like handcuffed around the person's neck and it's like well they're trying to rob the bank which by the way is like if you can find that particular series it's very good and very it weird good. it's oh, called it's the like evil the, genius, the evil genius. <laughs> that i know that one you know the evil genius you know yeah that's good yeah although it's a little off-putting that they don't give you any build-up to that guy's head exploding spoiler this guy's head explodes yeah you actually get yeah. to watch it like yeah. that was not a thing i was expecting to see i was like yeah. oh they're not gonna oh oh yeah no oh i just like that guy's just the head pause, just blew up. Go outside, sit on the porch, smoke three cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, I did come like, back inside. <laughs> they, they were, you know, I did hear them getting interviewed on this podcast, and apparently they did like take the not the real good shot that aired live on the news, but like the guy who was a little down the street, and then they blurred it some because they're like. We're going to show this because we want people to realize, you know, this was fucked up, but we're not going to show it like it got shown live on the news back in the day because wow. that was fucked up. <laughs> like, we're, we are going to at least fuck with it a little and make it a little less disturbing. We're going to show it, like, with, like, the, the zoom lens and so it's just, like, it it's just, like, kind of a red haze. Mm-hmm. But it's still very disturbing. Like, yeah, you don't oh, expect yeah. to see, like, a head explode, like, on Netflix. Like... It's true. Yeah, I, I, mean, did, I remember that story enough to know that he did get blown up. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't necessarily expecting that. Okay, so like, speaking of things that like you're not expecting to see, so like I went and saw that new Nicolas Cage movie, Mandy. Yeah, on, and there is a part in it where like he is in a house and he's like fighting a dude, and the dude is doing like mountains of cocaine, uh, uh, in a room and watching porn on a TV, and mm-hmm. the porn is just playing behind in on the television set the entire time and it's not like softcore porn it's mm-hmm. like like late 70s early 80s like hardcore pornography like we're like and watching it going like i'm in a movie theater uh-huh. and they're just how did this still get rated r <laughs> like where it's just kind of like because it's not like a brief thing like it plays in the background over the course of like a three or four minute scene huh hmm. and you're just kind of like that's an interesting choice. And, and this movie's called so Mandy? Mandy. Uh, seems like a really, like, kind of nice title for a brutal movie. Like, 
Uh, is it like Harvey that like you? No. Oh. Uh, long story short, Nicholas Cage plays a logger and he lives in the wilderness with his girlfriend uh, slash uh, wife Mandy. Uh, she is target like she gets uh, kidnapped by a cult and murdered, and then he goes on a path of rampage. Uh, ah, nice. Uh, and it's basically a hallucinogenic psychedelic nightmare, mm-hmm. uh, but like in a good way. Okay. I'm guessing when it gets more hallucinogenic, it's hard to tell, but earlier on in the movie, before it's real crazy, could you tell, like, does the logging seem accurate? Yeah! Surprisingly, okay. it does. Okay. There's also a chainsaw fight later on That's pretty dope. Uh, that seems like it, it does accurately represent, like, the frustrations that one would have in logging in that, like, Nicolas Cage, like, is, like, really trying to get, like, his chainsaw to start and it mm-hmm. he has problems with it and that just it seems like something sometimes. where if he cleaned the carburetor it would probably yeah. work a lot like, what was, better was it cold out that can make yeah like he too. was you could see the steam from his breath so yeah. like i'm sure that I'll happened say, it had been sitting on the ground which definitely didn't help it yeah that you know i had yeah, trigger I, I did a haunted hayride <laughs> thing one time and i was uh there was, it was weird. Like the station I was at was someone pretending to be Phil Collins singing in the air tonight. And then I would come out of the woods with a chainsaw running and a hockey mask to kill him. But it was fucking cold that night. It was like 40 degrees or something. It was like one of those cold ass Halloweens. It was cold that night. And, and so, and also in between, like there's nowhere to put the chainsaw. So it was just sitting on the cold ass ground. So every time getting it started, especially as the night went on, got real hard. <laughs> So sometimes they just be singing and you just hear like, <laughs> like it'd be just pulling the cord constantly in the woods. Just, just a, just like, <laughs> it wasn't even making that much noise. Oh, yeah, not too, even that. It's it just fucking like, cold. yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. There's one time it took like two minutes. I think someone like, <laughs> like snuck off who, like was, there was a bunch of people there and like people had been there more than once. Like someone ran there to like help me get it started even. Well, I think uh, this is this has all been uh, a lot of fun. But so you know, if it's cold, you store your chainsaw better in the than on the ground in the woods. I think that's what we. Need I'm to glad do. too that there's good logger facts. In Teach them. people like, a little lesson. I hate when you go to a movie and there's loggers and like the logging they're doing just doesn't hold true and doesn't make sense. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, there's nothing out. worse than those bad lumberjack movies. I know. It's just it's a genre of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Bad Lumberjack 1 and Bad Lumberjack 2. It's all Monty Python's fault, really. And, and, you know, nobody gives a fuck about good lumberjacking anymore. That was always the problem, like, when you try to watch, like, uh, spy thrillers and things with my dad, because he worked intelligence for a long time, so you always be like, this movie doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but that's what makes it fun. Like, yeah. like it's like I've seen movies that are like uh, slavishly devoted to mm-hmm. accuracy, and they're like, it's like, well, but it's so accurate. I'm like, yeah, but no. Like yeah. the only the only time that I, has, I think has ever worked out in terms of entertainment is like if you watch like the like the chase and bullet like the car chase mm-hmm. where it just it's like oh no that sounds like you're just like sitting shotgun with Steve McQueen. Yeah. <laughs> There you go, um, but I, w- I want to I mean, take you need a little bit. Of, you need to take it a little somewhere. You got to make it yeah. dramatically interesting, unless it's logging and then it's got to be a hundred percent accurate, or I'm not seeing. Okay, your movie. can we just stop for a second? Because you're really you've got this. You, 
I mean, I'm sorry, you've got this hard on about logging, and mm-hmm. it seems to be kind of it's come out of nowhere. We've never talked about logging before. What what's got, what's got you so into the logging today? Nelson? I've always been into logging. Always, always. Yes. Do you see never, that beard? I, yeah. I see. I mean, he's got a he's got a, a logging beard. But you, you've never really said anything about it before. Just, well, maybe I like to keep something to myself sometimes. But maybe, like, logging came up and I felt compelled to speak. But if you were this passionate about it, I feel like it would have come up before. I don't want to be one of those guys that can't shut up about logging. Yeah, we, we know a lot of those guys. I know, right? They're real assholes. Like, you know, and girls, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't see the world through that lens. Nope. Yep. People sitting around talking about sharpening their double-bitted axes and, like, what, like, what's the proper, like, saw to use, like, if you're cutting, like, fur versus, like, 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 and real maple syrup versus Mrs. Butterworth. I mean, that's, that's not, that's not as much logging. That's like, this is like syrup processing. It's it's tapping. It's not cutting down. logger life. But that's not. See, you got to be careful. See, like, like that's like, It's shit like this that pisses me off. People thinking that like like processing syrup is the same thing as logging. It's no, not. I'm not saying processing just syrup just because there's trees logging. involved. It I'm doesn't just make it the same fucking thing. Lumberjack eats some pancakes every morning. I've read a book uh-huh. about it for my son. Yeah, about a lumberjack, and the lumberjack is probably pancakes every That's morning. That's true; they do eat pancakes every morning. I'm just—you were just happen. talking about syrup, and you're going straight, and that happens, man. That's in logger communities. That's one of the first triggered things that gets us real pissed off. Is people think logging oh, and syrup oh, so cultivation is the same. Now. Wait, us? Now. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. You said <laughs> us. So, the... is there a hidden history? Uh, yeah. Uh, have you have you always been a logger? <laughs> Not always. Are you, are you... <laughs> I certainly have some logging in my past. <laughs> are you like? The Manchurian logger has <laughs> like been activated somehow by by Nick's talking about the, the, the peculiar no, light man, up I on just, Netflix. No, you know, it was a while ago. Uh-huh. Remember that time I walked in the woods and then I walked out three years later? Yeah, that, uh, there was that I was that a logger for a big chunk of that. That's true. And boy, yeah, you, you ate a lot of pancakes. I did eat a lot that. of pancakes. It's like he seems fine, but he's eating all these pancakes and not I with still eat a lot of pancakes. Why wouldn't you eat pancakes, though? Are you trying to say that just loggers eat pancakes? No. I'm trying to say that loggers eat a lot of pancakes. We, bacon or we sausage? We do. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go bacon. All right. So, uh, <laughs> top five movies for loggers. Go. That's the problem. I can't even name five. <laughs> they don't have to be about Most loggers. of them are bullshit. I just love to do it. As a logger, uh-huh. which you have now apparently come out. Oh, like what top five movies yeah, the loggers the top like? Five movie, top five movies loggers love. Okay. Airplane. Okay. <laughs> Caddyshack. <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> the Towering Inferno. <laughs> and, uh... I can't remember which one. It's one of the Herbie movies, but I remember if it's like The Love Bug or like Herbie Goes Bananas. We watched we watched a lot of the Herbie movies, right? And so it's uh, the, the fifth one's a Herbie movie, but I can't say which one. And okay. honestly, probably all the Herbie movies are on the top five, but I'm it, trying to like get it broader, including right? the Lindsay Lohan remake. Like, is that included? Is that how deep the love goes? Uh they watch it, they own it, they keep it in the in the shack in the in the, in in the, the log shack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you call it a shack. It's a nice wooden house. But, right, right. 
But like you tradition. Call, yeah, yeah, no, but it's not it's not super nice. Like you don't take great care of it because you're too tired from logging all day. Well, no, I would I would assume that. <laughs> no, we certainly watched that. It was on the shelf with the other the other VHS tapes. Well, there you go. We've learned a little bit about. I've learned a lot. Honestly, yeah. 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 Now, to wrap all around, mm-hmm. uh, of those top five movies, uh, best soundtrack, <laughs> Nick's Basic. Uh, I'm going to probably go with Ghostbusters. There you go. Mainly, yeah. mainly because we actually had an, uh, one of the members of the band, the Busboys, who did the song Cleaning Up the Town yes. from the Ghostbusters soundtrack, uh, who also did the... The the song that should have been a hit, that wasn't a hit, that for whatever reason was never uh, put out as a single, the song Boys Are Back in Town from 48 Hours, The Bus Boys. Like, it's a song that, like, they use in the movie, mm-hmm. like, when they're playing in the club, they use it in, later in the film, mm-hmm. and then, like, that's the tagline for another 48 Hours yeah. is, The Boys Are Back in Town, uh-huh. never officially released as a song. Huh. And until like like the late nineties, early two thousands, like it's like one of those where it's like that that's one of those songs that you're like, oh, that was a hit, right? Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> it was a hit, and that that movie was a hit, and they played it enough. Man. Yeah, exactly. It's like one of those like they didn't put it out as like a. It's like it was like, like a song of the summer, but only yeah. if you were watching it in a movie. <laughs> but you know, you can see the movie enough times. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Everything that much free time even had a soundtrack. It did. I have it. It's basically one of those like movie on records things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is very weird. Yeah. I remember that song from back in the day when they would do that. Like, I guess Disney it was there. a lot of Because them. it was also back before like VHS uh-huh. and shit. So it was like that was the way you could kind of experience a movie in your home without it just being on TV that week. <laughs> I love movies on record where it gets very weird because it's like dialogue and song. Like, mm-hmm. There's like a billion of the Disney ones. Uh huh. That was, I know my parents had, and I had then, like, uh, cassette tapes of, like, the Rankin and Bass, like, Hobbit and Lord of the Rings things. Raiders of the Lost Ark, like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah, Tron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tron. I remember, too, that was weirdly a bunch of the records my parents had. <laughs> mostly because, like, my mom had, like, a real fucking kick-ass record collection from when she was younger, but then... For some reason, at one point when they were in an apartment, they had a lot of the records, like, in this storage space. Like, like every apartment had, like, you know, a mm-hmm. like, storage yeah. closet. And someone, like, broke in and just robbed the place and, like, stole so much shit out of that storage space. So, like, apparently stole most of her record collection. When my, uh, when my grandmother died, I got, like, all of my grandparents' records. Which is, like, this very weird collection. <laughs> because it was, like, a lot of, like, soundtracks to, like, very... Like patriotic war movies, so it's like Patton and The Longest Day and <laughs> Kelly's Heroes, but also, uh, like a lot of like Matavani strings, which I feel like you can find anywhere. Uh, and then every Bill Cosby album, mm-hmm. which wow. is like the strangest thing in the world. It's just like going through like. Other people's record collections and just finding like this thing where you're like, huh? <laughs> like I guess it makes sense because like when I was a little kid, my grandfather was already already retired, and so like we'd hang out like in the afternoon, like he'd watch us like in the summers when we were off school, mm-hmm. and so we'd watch like 
the TBS like Cartoon Express. Yeah, yeah. No, not the not the no. There's USA Cartoon Express, but there was like the TBS thing. Yeah, there was like right before it. There was just like nothing but like Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry, and Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. And like discovering that your grandfather thinks that like Tom and Jerry are the funniest things on the face of the fucking planet <laughs> was like a very weird thing when you're six. Mm. <laughs> you can see that. I'm just saying, like, I'm particularly weird because, like, my formative years, I was, like, babysat by, like, a 65-year-old retired auto worker, <laughs> which I think, like, may have influenced, like, how I view how you treat children. <laughs> like, that may have influenced, like, my parenting, and now, like, when I'm, like, watching, like, kids of other, like, my niece's kids, where I'm, like... Get up. Like, like, I don't talk to kids like they're kids. I talk to them like they're tiny adults who are irritating the shit out of me. <laughs> wow. That's, sometimes that's all you can do, really. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's I respect, like, being a kid, because watching a lot of cartoons, but more like where I was growing up, but when I come back here to visit and there was, like, less channels and I didn't know where stuff was, <laughs> there's so much, I would watch so much the, like, whatever, like, the local channels were but then like the morning and afternoon just like 70s reruns <laughs> <laughs> like during the summer for like three weeks i'd watch a shitload of the ropers yeah <laughs> <laughs> not even three company no like they didn't uh, have it on they had the ro- there was like an hour of the ropers <laughs> there was i can't remember all the shit because there was yeah like you would watch those reruns like but those would be more like even like primetime reruns right. <laughs> like, those would be on it like like right before the news or right after I'm trying to remember, like, I, I had this discussion with somebody the other day where it was, like, talking about, like, the different, like, reruns you watched when you were growing up, and that kind of defines you. Like, I've mm. seen, I've probably seen every episode of Gilligan's Island, thanks to, like, a series of, like, babysitters who were, like, less than great. Uh-huh. Well, I feel like there's a lot of that, especially, like, real young, but then I feel like I remember that point of, like, getting a little older, and then shit really shifted over to the 70s, because I yeah. remember that shift of, like, it was all, like, Brady Bunch, and Gilligan's Island, and I Dream of Genie and Bewitched, and then all of a sudden, it was just a bunch of random 70s sitcoms, Yeah, and especially then, they were like, ah, oh, we, we got a lot more of these, and they're a lot cheaper, <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, the 60s ones we really just saved the good stuff she's the sheriff yeah <laughs> <laughs> I remember like I remember when Nick at Night started because it was like a very weird thing as a kid who was watching Nickelodeon mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like, like Donna Reed <laughs> right and then like discovering that like you could watch like oh Alfred Hitchcock Presents, which, like, and Dragnet, like, mm. being obsessed with Dragnet when you're, like, 10, definitely a sign that there's probably, like, your parents should probably be spending more with you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That, that, uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. That rings a bell. I, uh, I uh, will always have a soft spot in my heart for, for 80s, uh, 80s cop dramas. Ooh, um, I was a big mm-hmm. fan of, like, Cagney and Lacey and Hunter and Hill Street Blues. Cagney and uh, Lacey was no. I mean, Hunter wasn't really a cop drama. It was more of a, like, loose cannon. A, a, a funny, dirty Harry. But, uh, <laughs> Sledgehammer? Yes. Oh, Sledgehammer was good. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, something about, again, probably should have made my parents a little nervous, like the, 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 the law and order aspect of it was very comforting, Uh, you know, uh, in my life growing up with hippies. I remember that was like one of my first experiences was actually my sister would like record, like would get blank tapes to then 
record episodes of Cagney and Lacey, like, in order with, like, the little notes of, like, which ones, which episodes were on that tape. Like, had, like, a bunch of tapes of that. So I remember sometimes just watching some tapes of Cagney and Lacey, being like, yeah. They got the bad guy from Karate Kid. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But it's a specky. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's pretty much our our show. I uh, just want to remind you all out there that. Uh, oh yeah, did we talk about that at all? What's that? The live show. Oh yeah, the live show. No, okay. we did. Yeah. We were going to talk you, about either that. you already saw the live show, or you're or, about to see it, or it's coming out too, but we don't have the details. Check yet. the show notes for details. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, maybe. <laughs> I can't. I can't promise. That. Also, as Probably. always, uh, want to date that Becca? Hashtag date that Becca uh-huh. at Double Deuce Pod. Uh, shout out to Becca. Uh, she, she would probably, she said she was going to maybe try to come on the show today, but she couldn't. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but she's still dateable. So, just yeah. Hashtag date that Becca. Uh, tell her why you're good for her. That's all you have to do. Yeah. And like the podcast, share it with friends. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, and go check out from and inspired by next podcast. Yeah. Dot com. And if you're making a movie about loggers, make it fucking accurate. Yeah. Double deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening to Double Deuce. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can email us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at at doubledeucepod. Or look us up on Facebook at Double Deuce Podcast. It's all pretty simple, right? Yeah, not sure how you listen to us, but you can find us all over the place iTunes and the Libsons and the Stitchers and, and the Google, I think it's Google Play, I don't know. There's other things too, I found out. There's all kinds of places. We're everywhere, man. Yeah. And hey, we really appreciate any feedback, and it does really, really help if you could review and rate it yeah. on iTunes in particular. Subscribe! Subscribe and let people know about it. Mm-hmm. Your word of mouth is, tell, is worth a Tell thousand. your friends. Thousand mouths. Tell your mom that are paid for. Your mom likes podcasts. Yeah, Tell her. Everybody likes your mom too. I love your mom. We both do. Double deuce. We're doing so well. Bye, Double Deuce.